Happy hump day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by BetSports, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me, as always, very pretty in pink today, Mr. Andy Molitor. Did you watch the Atlanta Hawks just basically whoop on the heat there for, you know, the better part of four quarters of basketball? I, You know, I didn't catch the early one. My wife, oh, God. All right, so this is a weird one. The very end of Karate Kid was on TV, like, which is almost perfect. Like, oh, he just got to the tournament, and Mr. Miyagi's stealing the belt. This is a long way of saying um, she'd never seen Cobra Kai. I'm like, hey, have you ever seen Cobra Kai? And then she used the good TV to watch, like, the first eight episodes last night. So I didn't even get to see much of the Timberwolves. And I went to bed early, honestly, too. But, yeah, that, I saw the scores. That was just disappointing. Yeah, I saw, I saw the scores. It looked like it wasn't much of a game anyway. And then uh, I checked later, and it, it was uh, closed down to, like, six or eight points or something. I thought about watching it. Didn't care enough to watch it at that point. And then, yeah, took in part of the, the Timberwolves' early part. But, man, I was tuckered out. I'm like, I can't stay up till fucking midnight. And, I mean – Good intuition on my part. It went to overtime. I would have had to stay up for another 20 minutes or whatever it is. And yes, I found this hat as I was cleaning my room today. Not only is it Keystone Light, there's a bottle opener in the bill. Like I am a 20-year-old, just awesome. piece of trash. You know, the 30, We used to get the 30 packs of the, the Natty Ice, Jesus. Really, really hard up. I mean, it was like ten bucks at the gas station in Brookings, man. And fuck you. We used you to buy cases of forties. That was the cheapest way to yeah. do it. If you bought a case, you could get a forty for like a dollar and a quarter. Yeah, I mean, you could print, and in that town too, especially at the the grocery store, you could print a fake ID on like a graham cracker, and they'd be like, "Yeah, it's good, whatever." <laughs> I mean, nobody gave a shit. You just couldn't take it to the the actual Muni Licky liquor store. You had to, you know, just. If you went to the gas stations or Econo Foods, it's like, fuck it, have a keg. Party balls. We get party balls there. So. No, but uh, I did when I think, I'm going to have to look at the date on this. I think it was when there was some steam about Kyrie joining LeBron because I think that might be the only person who could possibly keep him in check a little. I did place a Lakers future, something like maybe right around 30 to 1. So it's not like I have a huge equity. I think that's still 20, 22, something like that, but a little bit of equity. So I do have a, I have some teams alive. I can't remember why I placed a Hawks future early. Uh, I think that was, this was like preseason. I think there was some steam around Durant landing in a few places preseason. And it was like, well, the Suns were one of them. Atlanta um, was never on that list. I I know I don't I don't think that's what it was then because I have an Atlanta ticket for some reason. It's it's like a big number. It's like it's a decent sized number, and I do want to thank you because of all the NBA futures I did have, one of them was Dallas preseason for the same. I think that was the reason. Like Durant was rumored to maybe go to Dallas, and right. and once they got Kyrie, there was some equity. And I was able to cash out like the, I did a couple, but it was like, hey, here's a $200 future. We will pay you $212 right now. And I asked him, like, should I just take these, like, cash these out? It's only the only cash out book. And you're like, yeah, I don't see this like working out. And I mean, I probably only could have cashed that out for a couple of days before that market collapsed, like the goddamn tulip, uh, you know, the old tulip market. So happy that I got my money back on one of them at least, made like, what? 24 bucks 
So I, uh, I'm not sitting real pretty. I, th honestly, my best future is likely <laughs> the uh, Sixers to beat the Nuggets in the finals one. So it's happening. That's, that's a, those existence. are the two teams I'm cheering for right now. Even if the Timberwolves win tomorrow over whoever they'll play and would be having to place the Nuggets, play the Nuggets in the first round, not like, not like that's a great matchup for them either way. So I don't thoughts on uh thoughts on I mean the Lakers chances before we get to the well actually we should say that because I seen I seen what you're doing. Yeah. We will save some of that. We'll start we'll start on golf and get back to the NBA because you have a couple of fun bets. I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah, I've got a couple angles again. Sorry folks, no tennis today. Uh, as I've said a couple times, all the tournaments are happening basically now, and all the lines come out about three, four hours from now. So I can't talk about anything tomorrow, and I sure as shit can't tell you anything today. Um, again, fingers crossed. Maybe some of the bigger ITFs I'll get an early line. But um, I did add a couple of fun NBA bets, but you want to talk golf first because uh, we have a tournament here where, again, a Rory's out, and it's, you know, it's not the Masters. We don't have all the live guys this week, but pretty much everybody else is here, right? Yeah, um, no Zal. Well, we didn't have Zal Torres last week. He went through before the tournament, but Zal Torres is out. Aaron Wise is out with uh, you know, just taking a break from golf. Rory withdrew, and the live guys aren't allowed. Other than that, it's everyone. This is an elevated event. This is a big purse. This is the winner here. I'm ninety five percent sure the winner of this tournament will take home a bigger check than John Rom did last week at the Masters. These elevated purses are nuts. They should absolutely be thanking the live tour because that was kind of the, the genesis of this raise. And still, I still think it's one of the most fucked up things. that's not talked about. I mean, it's totally the, Hey, uh, take my, I had an extra pair of gloves. My hands were getting kind of sweaty anyway, moment, but like the tour didn't just say, Oh, we did all this fundraising and like we we're raising ticket prices and beer prices and we're charging extra for this to, to pay for these extra purses. They're just like, Oh, we just had the money sitting there. We could have done this years ago. Like we just didn't want to cause fuck you guys. So the fact that they're able to just raise all these purses out, out of thin air with this money, it was pretty funny and nobody's like mad about it except me, I guess, but lots and lots of cash. And it, it's a cool event. It's a good course. Fun coastal course that also has a little bit of parkland feel. Uh, when you're on the first, you know, the front half is kind of wooded, and then you get out towards the sea. You have the, you know, the iconic shot into the into the green with that big red and white striped, uh, you know, lighthouse right behind it. So pretty, pretty exciting. And Dan did fact check it. The RBC winner will get three point six million. Rom got three point two four. Yeah, but the jacket, though. I know, the jacket, and, you know, the, there's no... The jacket's arguably invaluable. It pretty much, yeah. And not that Rom, not that Rom was going to miss a lot of Masters, you know, in the next 20 years, but now he gets to play until he's uh, super old, if he really wants, so good dead. for him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge status symbol, obviously. Ah, but the winner of the RBC gets a tartan jacket, which is, uh, you know, tartan? like... The, uh, you know, the pattern that would be on like a, a kilt, say, you know, like a Ew. Scottish. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's 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 kind of a fucking terrible. Oh, jacket. no. Yeah. But you get a tartan jacket and you get to hit a tee shot next year with a cannon next to you. And they fire the cannon right as you hit the ball oh, to start yeah. the tournament. So, I mean, there's champions dinner, dinner versus cannon, green jacket, tartan jacket. Who gives a shit? Like there's, you know, the 
a lot of people are saying it's like a picnic like, blanket. It's 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 a tough hang unless you're a Scotsman. Jim Furyk somehow doesn't well, look and, entirely ridiculous. And, I guess that, that's the interesting point too. There's been some some names that aren't like top tier, top end guys who've won this because this Stuart never was. This. Yeah, it never was a a big event. It was big enough, but. It was the week after the Masters. A lot of guys were like, I'm taking a break. I don't need to play this. Now that the purse is so big, and the fact is they have to play X amount of elevated events, it's almost like tennis where you know, you're know you required to play so many events per year to, to satisfy the tour's requirements. It's the same thing. Uh, I don't know how Rory got away with skipping it. He's going to have to claim injury, I think. But it's either way, it's a fun Mental. event. It's, it's yeah, just he played bad enough where he could just be like, I'm hurt. And be like, my brain hurts. Maybe, like, yeah, maybe you're hurt. So, just very I do, serious. I do have one. Uh, yeah, everyone, golf is like, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm never gonna get to this pick because I keep talking about stuff, but I'm surprised more if people really once more. Yeah, I'm surprised more people don't take like mental health breaks from golf. It's <laughs> like it breaks your brain as a just a guy out there playing with your buddies or playing, you know, you go for some solo rounds. It's just, it's such a mental grind to try to get good at golf. These guys are doing it at the highest level. I'm not sure I can sleep at night thinking about stuff. So you saw it with Scheffler. He missed, he couldn't make putts those first two rounds. And usually one of the nicest guys in press conferences was really snippy with everybody. And you could see it on the course. It took a toll and he was able to sort of calm down a little bit, but yeah, it's tough to get out there. Yeah. So a tournament bet I made. Um, a guy I like. Actually, you know what? I'll tell you this too. I bet him outright. If you watched the golf show yesterday, if you're in the Discord, I bet Tommy Fleetwood to win the tournament at 75 to 1. I just thought that number should have been closer to 50. Uh, he has a great course fit here. It is not a place where bombers can overpower the course. It's a Pete Dye track, which means it's a thinking man's track, which means you're going to have to play station to station. You're going to have to be on the right side of the fairway. You're going to be contending with dog legs and tough landing areas, and you're going to have tough shots into some very small greens. This fits his MO perfectly. He played pretty well last week, and I'm happy to lay this price over Adam Hadwin, who's been – much worse in a couple of the sections that I, I've looked at around the green is very important here. Um, like I said, the greens are tiny. People are going to miss the greens much more frequently because of their size. So you need to be good with your chipping, your around the green play, your Sandys, whatnot. That is not Adam Hadwin's game. Tommy Fleetwood is actually semi-elite at that, at least in this field. Really good short game. He's a better putter. He's a better ball striker. He's had better recent form. They can both be a little squirrely off the tee. That's kind of the uh, the bugaboo with this pick. If Fleetwood is wild off the tee, things could be problematic here. Normally, they run a under an inch on the rough, and this week they did grow it up, or this year they did grow it up to about two and a half. So that's going to be the interesting thing to watch this weekend is seeing just uh, kind of the ball flight and what kind of spin they're going to be able to get out of the rough when they hit it. Because, I mean, in previous years, it was like, you know, the how they treat Pebble. You know, oh, it's a pro-am. We can't have Bill Murray hitting out a four-inch Kikuya. You know, he, he we're going to make the rough really easy for, for fucking Macklemore. So that's kind of what we had here in the past. It was easy, easy rough. And it's going to be a little tougher. And... Yeah, Fleetwood's a weather guy. Link Calhoun says so. It could be you can get some heavy winds off the base, so it can be it can be a little nasty at times. 
Full tournament play, minus 122. And now we're going to get to some some Lakers shit. Let's talk Lakers. Let's talk winning time. Let's talk uh, futures. Yeah, a couple bets. You know, quickly, just a reminder, I like Oklahoma City tonight, plus five and a half in that playing game. And they're going into New Orleans there. Um, you know, talked about this a little bit earlier. Uh, really struggle with this number. You know, it would have been closer to three, honestly. So anything five or better looks good here, like the matchup. But as Andy has sort of pitched here a little bit, you can see down there at the bottom, I'm taking some Lakers positions. Uh, just really like the way they're, they're playing basketball. Um, Minnesota was gr- great last night, and the Lakers figured out how to slow that game down, make it ugly. LeBron taking control. Anthony Davis uh, just being an absolute monster here. And uh, you look at these next two series, and they'll be big underdogs, obviously, against Memphis. I don't know if I've seen a price for that series yet, but Memphis, I assume, is a big favorite in that spot. Let me see if I can find one. I wasn't – see if someone's put one up in the last couple hours. But uh, – this is, you know, the exact series. I think if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, you don't want to face here. It's a veteran team. They're coming in hot. You're still without Stephen Adams. You're still without Brandon Clark, and it's just a bad matchup for that. Um, yeah, FanDuel here has actually the Grizzlies here just minus 130. So again, uh, the market here having a lot of respect for what the Lakers have done the last few months. Two teams moving in opposite directions. If they get past that, you could have the Sacramento Kings in their second playoff series in. Uh, you know, 20 years, basically. Yeah. I'm sorry, 15 years or something since, like since that. Since their GM was playing. Maybe you get a hot a Warriors team again, or a hot Warriors team. You know, Wiggins is there. He's playing well. But, uh, you know, again, if the Lakers can continue to play defense at this high level, Anthony Davis has been a real problem for them. And as I start to look at this, I, I think there is some value in the Lakers to make a run here, possibly the Western Conference Finals. I, I don't expect them to beat either Denver or Phoenix once we get there. But if they do this, it's going to be through Anthony Davis. They're, they're going to need him to stay healthy, and they're going to need him to continue to play Really great basketball. So I think really the best way to take a position here in the Lakers is look around for Western Conference Finals MVP. That's up at BetMGM. And then Finals MVP is up just about everywhere. But best price is actually BetMGM again here, 50 to 1. And I'm just going to take a unit, basically split it up here, play a little bit on each. And this is my way of sort of covering the Lakers, who, again, I've been impressed with the last couple weeks. LeBron looks pretty good. Davis has been fantastic. I mean, if he had played more games, I think he would have been in consideration as not MVP, but getting some MVP votes, possibly jumping into this defensive player of the year race as well. So it could just be the right time. Maybe the Lakers, again, just like in the bubble, are peaking at the right moment. Fill up my cup. I like it. I like some futures, especially I, f- I feel like I had just the oh, is fun. We talked about this the one – the one day where it was like, hey, remember when the Lakers, or excuse me, the Warriors were like even money to win the title in like you know November, and we right. still, I and I still bet it. It was it was similar to the the other year where it's like, hey, remember when Steph Curry was like even money to win Finals MVP, and we still bet it anyway. I think that might be the only postseason award I've ever won. Not that we've had the how long have we had this the conference Finals awards? It's this is our second year. Two, I don't know if we had odds for it last tops, year. Yeah. Yeah, I think last year was the first year because they gave it names. It's the Larry oh, Bird yeah, and Magic yeah, yeah. Johnson yep, Awards. Yep. And then this year, I think it was the first year. We definitely had odds for a while. Somebody might have put up numbers. But, yeah, I, I don't often bet finals MVP. It's kind of a funky way. I know we did this. I think we maybe bet Steph or something. I'm trying to remember if we used that for the Warriors last year a little bit, like Celtic Series, Curry MVP or something. But, yeah, that's kind of the way to do it. It's Again, it's not like Super Bowl MVP. Try to think about – which team can win and what that looks like, and then try to you know go back and correlate again. What are the odds that they actually even get that far? 
versus them winning versus, you know, the percentage again. And as I look at it, unless LeBron really t- turns back the time here, I mean, he's been happy to defer to Davis and Davis has been awesome. Yeah. You had me really close to belting out some share there, which I, I can actually kind of nail. I'm better at uh, a couple of other songs. So karaoke next time. Um, my only wish, my only dream for the NBA playoffs. Actually, you know what? I want the Lakers to win. I have a goddamn future on them. So, Lakers to, to the moon. The you know, you know, me and me and the man of the library cashing in on this. But reading books. If if they do take someone down in the Western Conference Finals, Austin Reeves has been very good. I've watched a little bit of Lakers lately. Um, I want, and let's say it doesn't matter if it's AD. Hopefully, it's AD. Let's make it AD because I'm going to put those positive vibes out for your bet. AD dominant, like 22 and 15 average for a six game series over the Nuggets, just staring down the big man on the other side the whole time. Doesn't go to the locker room at all, which would be great. No injuries. He wins the Western Conference Finals Magic Johnson Award. John C. Riley walks out in full Jerry Buss attire and gives him the award. <laughs> like that's the greatest moment in sports history, right? For a lot of us. I don't know what genie like real life genie would do. That would be a fucking trip. I don't know if she'd be happy about that. I don't know what real life Jerry West would do. Jerry West hated the show, which was fun. That's what I mean. Like would Jerry West tackle him like on the corner or whatever? Yeah. <sighs> um this is weird cheering for the Lakers. I don't like this. Can we talk about something I else? D- I don't like this. <laughs> well, I will talk about uh, a team I made a future bet on a few weeks ago to win the Champions League with their anthem and all. The Napoli. Ah, Napoleons. Man, these, yeah, these teams. just It's not the same over there. Forget. Like, I've looked this up before, too. It's the Blues. I mean, you can just mostly call them the Blues. But Napoli. Napoli does play this afternoon. And interestingly enough, it is a matchup between a team and that's actually in their domestic league. One of the other Italian teams, AC Milan, a team that they lost 4-0 to the other day. Not the other day, about a week ago. It was on the 2nd, so 10 days ago. Interesting, though, they pretty much have the domestic league in the bag. They have an 18-point lead in the standings with, I don't know, like a 10 games left, something along those lines. So not insurmountable, but, I mean, they're putting up pretty good results. They did bounce back, beat Leche, which means milk, um, two it to does. one after after that loss. So I, I think they're pretty much focused in on, uh, you know, probably focusing it on taking down the UCL since they do have the easier side of the draw. It'd be awful nice to, you know, you don't have to face City until the finals. They can get it done. And yeah, there are tw- they've played twenty nine matches, so not a ton of matches left. Uh, Eleven in the in the league play for Syria and Milan actually does have something to play for because they sit one point ahead of Inter and only three points four points ahead of Atalanta uh, and those are the spots like they're in the final spot to make the UCL for next year mm. if they start to drop down in the domestic league suddenly you're playing Europa suddenly right. you're playing Europa qualification so I'd like to I'd like to I'd like to assume they're a little more focused on that than Napoli is at this point. Napoli's probably all in on the UCL. It is an away match, but again, it's not that far. It's not like you're traveling across the world. It's just in Italy. You're going to Milan from Napoli, from Naples, however you want to say it. So this got steamed down after I bet it. 
Uh, it got steamed down to like 105, like minutes after I bet it. Back and to then, 22. And now it's it's well again. It's up again. So this is taking a lot of action one way or the other, but uh, just based off their offense. And if if Milan were to get an early one, you'd want to you'd want to probably ramp up the the aggressiveness there in the second half and try to at least level. I don't know. It does feel I, like we at least push. I know it feels like it pushes an awful lot of times. So I know uh, Milan has had a lot of clean sheets in Champions League. They've played very good defensively in Champions League. They haven't played Napoli, and I guess yes, they did shut them out uh, ten days ago. But it's it just it's not the same. Like this is this is for all the cookies. This is for Europe, man. Dan says he has a Napoli UCL Iga French Open parlay. <laughs> I have one of those too. God, what? Well, I mean, what does that pay like six to one? Those prices yeah. have to be. I mean, even uh, basically probably even like money. eight, eight. Yeah, even money plus the. I forget Napoli what I got store. Napoli at. Yeah. You'd go probably plus three fifty. So you go four point five times two is yeah, maybe eight or nine. It's yeah. actually not. That's a fun parlay now. God damn it! I kind of want to add that. So need more ego parlays. Yeah. What do you think Although, of the other game? Is Chelsea uh, really this bad? Yeah, Chelsea's Chelsea's had a rough patch. Plus four forty at home. Sitting sitting with a new oh Dan bet it months ago. Well, there you go. That's way better. Twenty four to one. Uh yeah, Madrid. Madrid probably takes care of business here. Chelsea's got a new manager that's actually. I feel like he managed before Frank Lampard, former player Chelsea. Uh, kind of. Yes. I mean, Chelsea legend, but it doesn't always. That doesn't always translate to like, hey, you're going to be a really good manager. Just cut. You're going to for sure just come in and fix everything that's been wrong with this team, and you're going to do it against the best team in Spain. Like, have fun with that. So, I yeah, I think that's probably a, a fair price for Real Madrid to win them. <laughs> yeah, if you if you want to bet that match, it might just be like Madrid total over. Yeah, Dan yes. says that Lampard is just a caretaker. Like it's it's interim. He's just hey. Fuck, there's 10 games left, plus we're not winning the UCL. Can you just take care of this team while we figure out what we're going to do? Chelsea not to score, plus 128. Don't hate it. Madrid to nil. Madrid 3-0 exacta. Madrid over one and a half is minus 132, so that's no fun. Yeah, I wish I were a little. I wish they were a little better priced, but... You can only bet what the market gives you guys. That's the rules. So I'll probably fuck it. I'll avoid it for now, but I might get in on that later. I've got I've got three hours before they start, guys. So a lot of time, a lot of time to decide what's happening in uh, one of the most liquid markets in the goddamn world. It's like, <laughs> hey, these odds are, but we keep beating it. Like we're, we we got to be like eighty percent on. Even the ones where we just kind of say, like, how is that an how is that an under? Like, and then there's seven it just goals. Is. Yeah. Soccer is easy. Soccer is easy, guys. That's what I've always said. Uh, hit the thumbs up. Thanks to you. Thanks to me. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Dan. Thanks to Frank Lampard. Thanks to Iga Shwiatek. And uh thanks to Monte Carlo. Even if it's hard to bet for the show, like it's been it's been fun to watch. I do love this part of the season. 